Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to On A Roll, where we apparently take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. Ooh, boy, My name we? is Tom. <laughs> I, you, can wait. I, can, I can sit silently and wait for the intro. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> what? You, what? <laughs> you said... You said we take an unhealthy obsession with an actor's filmography, and I went, oh boy, do we. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, carry um, on, Jesus. Sorry, yeah, my name's my name's Tom. <laughs> well, we're back, and we've already completely derailed. Um, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Um, my name's Tom, and joining me is... It's Emma, hello. Hello, I hello. I finally waited my turn. We're we're back, bitches. We're back. Who and saw we're this coming? Than ever, bitch. <laughs> so if you if you're joining us for the first time, <laughs> or you you're coming back, let's refresh your memory. Yeah. Of how this podcast works. Yeah, let's refresh our memory too, because I've forgotten. So way way back, many centuries ago, two years ago, two years ago, was it two years ago? Holy. Yeah, we started in we started in 2020. Shit on the shitting thing. What a what a good year. We don't swear um, that much as well. Sorry. I need to rein it in. We started a little podcast where we we thought, you know, what would be a cool thing to do. <laughs> um, we'll we'll pick we'll pick we'll pick an actor and then we'll watch all of their films and do like a character study of the actor. Yeah, um, which sounds really deep and meaningful, but actually, it results in us chatting shit and making shit puns. I was going to say, I didn't realise... puns that are, are shit in quality <laughs> and, and about puns. shit. Yeah. I, I um, didn't know that we were doing the character study thing. I, I didn't know it was that deep, like... Well, I, I th- the name on a roll, like, suggests that we're, like, delving deep into the character choices. A roll. And then, yeah, um, not so much. But, but not so much. And then we took a brief hiatus. I say brief, it's been about, I don't know... Six months. It's seven been eighty four years. I think it's been like yeah, eight months. Wow. Just because watching everything in an actor's filmography and trying to live your life uh, takes its toll. Takes yeah, a it big was, old toll. It was all fun and games when we were locked down and had nowhere to go. But then when we had places to go, it wasn't fun and games anymore. <laughs> life, life comes at you fast. Life comes at you so fast. <laughs> so, so we took a little break, but we're back. Uh, we'll be coming back properly at some point, fully. Yeah. We're going to have a little rethink, rejig, refresh, maybe a brand refresh. Yep. Yeah, How about that for you? Ooh. So stay tuned. Stay yeah. tuned for that. If you want to find more updates on that, you can probably follow us on our socials. Yeah, I would if oh, I were listen you. to me, throwing those out there. I know, uh, right? At On A Roll Pod, oh. uh, if memory serves. Oh, you're like, <laughs> memory does serve because it's yeah. burned into my mind. It's almost like I did this fucking spiel like... Over 40 times. God, that's a lot, isn't it? Wow. Well, yeah, I was taking a look at our back catalogue the other day and I thought, Jesus Christ, we did a lot. It's a lot of films. A lot yeah. of chatting shit about films. Damn. Um, but just bring it back on topic. Our first series was about the one and only Robert Pattinson. Our Pats. Yep. What, what else do we call him? Robbie Pat Pat. Robbie Pat Pat. We got lots, lots of names for him. He doesn't, and we learned in our very last episode on him that he doesn't like to be called our Pats. Yeah. Um, or give, be given nicknames. So it's a good job that we did all those things. Yeah. I mean, to be, to be frank, I don't care what he wants. I'm just here for a good time. Sorry, Rob. Whoa. Was that a Robert Pattinson pun? Because he was, in fact, in the film good time it indeed was an extremely deliberate and pre-planned pun 
was certainly not an accident. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, good good save, good save. Yeah. Oh, you owned that. Uh-huh. And since since uh since we did that that series and since time has passed, a new film in his filmography has been released. Yes. Or is to be released at time of recording. Oh. The Batman. The Batman 2022. Now, through uh, happenstance and someone's hard work, <laughs> Emma was invited to... You, you, you were invited. I shouldn't Me. talk about you if you're not here. You were invited to an early screening of I was, the Batman. yeah. Yeah, the Batman, and Warner Brothers You got to take me. a plus one, so so guess guess who went along? I did, I did. So we're here today to talk to you about the Batman. I think we'll do a, a spoiler-free section and then go into hard spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe um, we'll start with the spoiler-free and then if you yeah, if you want to, yeah, you yeah. know, hop, skip a real way while we chat spoilery things, you're more than welcome. But yeah, so we got an early look. What do we like? Such a big deal. No, well, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. Look at us. Who'd Who have would thought? have thought? Not me. Unfortunately, um, our Pats himself wasn't there. We kind of held out hope that he might be, but he wasn't. Yeah. I think. I, but should we talk a little about little bit about our experience? Yeah, sure. At the cinema. I mean, we're gonna. Well, certainly, I'm gonna expose myself as the like naive media um, <laughs> person that I am, just like fanboying about the entire experience because it was just so cool. I mean, um, I too had a very good time and I, I'm i glad you did. Yeah, because... but aren't you going to like one of these a week now? Um, you know? No, I've been to two <laughs> in the last month and I mean, I don't think any of the companies that invited me are going to listen to it, so it doesn't matter, but the Warner Brothers event was definitely the best um, it was really, really cool. And I'm glad you came with me because when I said, hey, Tom, do you want to drive to London with me? It's three and a half hours, you know, after work one day and then drive back and not get home till like half two in the morning. I didn't think you'd say yes, but you did. So Well, it was it was more than worth it. And there was also a small anything. miscommunication where I thought you were asking me like two days ahead of the event. Yeah. And I was ready to go then. Yeah, Tom you, like panic a, bought a whole new outfit off Boohoo Man. I actually had a week <laughs> a week to plan and arrange, but yeah, I panic bought an entirely new oh, outfit. Oh, that's funny. Because um, I thought it was in two days' time. Yeah, so you need to get it that twenty four hour delivery. You know? Oh hell yeah! Next day, baby. Um, yeah, it was good fun. It was at the Leicester Square Cineworld, which I have never been to, and I'm a frequenter of Cineworld, as were you once upon a time before you defected. I was to once upon a time. I've now been um, converted to Odeon. Yeah, but I can see what because when you get the Cineworld Unlimited card, you have to pay extra for the Leicester Square one, don't you? Yeah, to be able to go to Leicester Square, and I can see for why now. Yeah, it's because it's, it's a swanky old place. It's the nicest Cineworld I've ever been to. Probably the nicest cinema I've ever been to, and the fucking size of that IMAX screen. I need at least eight more eyes, like a spider, to be able to fully well, watch it. I am um, well. I experienced whilst watching the film, like. I realised that I had just been like drawn, like I felt like I was in the screen. Yeah, I felt and then like I, I was inside I looked it. to my left and became aware of, because did they say there was like a thousand people in the screen? A thousand that we were people, at? yeah. Um, and I was like, fuck, there's a lot of people in here. But I'd completely like become immersed in the film because the screen was so big. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was just a really cool experience. The whole place was like Batman themed. They had the bat um, bike. There was the bikes the from bike. the film. Yeah. Um, free food, free drinks. I mean, I will say, that, like, take our, our review of the film with a pinch of salt because I feel like we were buttered the fuck up. We were buttered like a little piece of warm malt loaf fresh out the they toaster. Sla- they slathered me in butter. <laughs> just imagine <laughs> my greasy little me. body. <laughs> um, just they slathered in, <laughs> in buttery, buttery, batty goodness. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it was amazing and I managed to squeeze us into quite central seats because I'm very funny about where I sit in the cinema. I like to be dead in the middle, um, but by the time we got in there, there wasn't many in the middle to choose from. So we kind of had to squeeze past a couple of people like, hey, is this seat taken? And um, we managed to find a couple yeah, of seats good. in the middle. And they were, they, were, they were good seats for watching the film and also good seats like by for who we were sat by. Yeah. So I, I ended up sat by a real film critic just for again anyone new to this podcast 
And anyone returning, in case you've forgotten, we're not real film critics. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we just chat shit about films. Uh, we're I here mean, for a good time. Tom, here for a good time, not a serious time. Do do film critics not just chat shit, but get paid for it professionally? True, true. Like, well, all I'm saying is, he was in a cinema with a notepad. He was. A I notepad was, and a little pencil. <laughs> a, little, a little pencil. A little teeny pencil. So that was fun for me. And to your other side, I don't think we should actually say what this person's job was on the film. Um, because um, I don't want to, I don't want to like out them in case we talk about anything that they said. Yeah, no. So someone who worked on every scene in the film, put it that way, um, came and sat next to me, and it was funny because he sat down and he turned to me and he went, "Oh, were you involved in the film?" And I literally laughed and went, "No, were you?" <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, We're no, no. rank amateurs. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked on every scene. Blah blah blah. I did this." And me and Tom were just like, "Holy." Holy shit. shit. Like, it, I don't know about you, but I was suddenly to us like, that there was oh cast God. and crew in the audience. Yeah, he right? said, because I, I kind of said to him, like, oh, jolly good. Are any of your colleagues here? And he was like, yeah, like half the cast and crew are here, basically. And then I was looking around, like, fuck, like, who is in here? <laughs> we can't see. Um, but <laughs> well, yeah, he was so up until nice. that point, I just thought it was like, it was like film critics and, you know, Z list influencers, influencers, yeah, such as myself. Um, and Joel YouTube, Domit. YouTube, TikTokers. Oh, yeah, Joel Domit was there. <laughs> like, was in front of random, us. There was random celebrities as well. <laughs> Tom was like, oh, is that Joel Domit? And I went, I think so. Who's he again? Was he in I'm a Celebrity? And Tom went, <laughs> I mean, he's a comedian, but yes, he was in I'm a yeah, Celebrity. Yeah, he was on I'm a Celebrity, he was. <laughs> I don't know anything. So, and yeah, we were buttered up with free drinks, Batman Oreos. Yeah, I and did a tell them. Fuck off screen. I did tell the, the person sat next to us that Tom and I do a very high quality, high brow podcast about Rob. I was literally like, oh my God, okay. So we're like obsessed with him. And Tom went, no, 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 she's obsessed. <laughs> I, I I just, just got taken along it. for the yeah. ride. <laughs> and he was like, oh, right. But then, yeah, it was really cool because I couldn't yeah, he help myself. he seemed really impressed, didn't he? he that we did a yeah, podcast totally. He wasn't Pattinson. like, wow, these two are fucking weird. <laughs> but, He's like, um, oh, is there any other free seats? But yeah, he he was really nice and I couldn't help but ask what Rob is like because I feel like he has this reputation for being potentially a bit difficult to work with and a bit odd. But this guy could not have disagreed more. He was like, no. Yeah. Every day on set with Rob is a pleasure. Such a nice guy feel, to work with. I feel with. like I heard, I heard some rumours that people was perhaps a little bit strange on the set of The Batman. But yeah. from what from what he said, that's absolutely not true. Yeah. Um, it sounds I mean, like may, the, maybe. Um, Maybe yeah. he heard that we were from the the Rob the Arpats media. Yeah, and uh, maybe. he didn't want to like bad mouth him. He was to like, us, you know what I mean? "Holy shit, this girl is the inventor of patty pounds. I better keep my mouth shut. Or she's gonna glass yeah, me." Yeah, And he's right. I would have glassed when, him. The, when the world economy when the world economy crashes and the only <laughs> form of currency left is the patty pound, I want an in with her. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was amazing, and I will never be able to go to a normal cinema screen again because it was so good. The sound beautiful, the screen beautiful, and then we just got to go back to our shitty local cinema. No offense, Cine World. <laughs> I I am. Um, I went to the cinema last night actually to watch uh, yeah, um, of you Death did. on Death on the Nile. Uh huh. And yeah, I mean, I I did have the recliner seats, which we didn't have at the the IMAX. Always a bonus. But yeah, I, I just the screen was lacking. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. fill up my entire vision. Yeah, and didn't draw me in in a similar way. Mm, and we'll if do. anything, Gal Gadot's performance, um, Gal Gadot's performance, how do you say her name? Gal Gadot. Um, really really took me out of the film as well <laughs> what's that thing that she says on the boat and enough champagne, and enough to, champagne fill to fill the Nile <laughs> that made a little bit like her delivery of that made a little bit more contact uh, more sense in context of the film but was still quite a dead performance yeah I think I she's great in like Wonder Woman and things like that but um, Agatha Christie maybe not for her yeah um, well, Emma Mackey she's in she it good? she's great she's oh, great very nice um, obviously you've got army the cannibal ham- uh, <laughs> hammer in it a man who i believe i've said this before on the podcast <laughs> still like i'm so face blind with him what you just like, don't recognize I, him unless i knew i knew that he was in it and that's who he, the character he was playing before i went in but otherwise i wouldn't have been able to place him honestly the only reason i know who he is so like fervently is because social network is one of my favorite films and he's a twin in that so there's two of him <laughs> yeah so 
Yeah, you can't forget that. But he's just like such an he's just such a non-person to me. I don't know what it like g- generic person. Well, tell that to his victims, Tom. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell that Maybe to the that's... woman baked into his breakfast pie. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Um, right. Should we actually talk about the film? Yes. Um, I don't know how to do a spoiler-free section. If I'm honest, I'm feeling quite spoilery well, we today. We can just talk about. <laughs> we can just talk about our our thoughts on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, our thoughts and feelings. So I'll say off the bat that I I enjoyed the film. Off the bat. Hey. <laughs> um, good one. I enjoyed the film. Yeah. And like overall, my experience was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to point out some things that I found funny and like make fun of the film slightly. Okay. But I want everyone to know that I liked the film. Okay. Like, I, I'm whatever the same I say as you. should not detract from that. Yeah. I, I really liked the film. I had a great time. I thought it was good. But there was like several moments where I feel like me, you and the guy that worked on the film were all laughing at like silly stuff. So yes, yeah. I think you can still have a laugh at it and enjoy it. So yeah. There were several points in the film as well that like that were getting laughs from the entire audience that shouldn't really have been getting <laughs> Definitely laughs. not intended to be comedic. Yeah. So what? what's like a... Give us like a synopsis of the film. But not Obviously not a detailed one. We'll get into that a bit later. All right. But like if you were like trying to sell this to someone, what's, okay. what's the film about? So The Batman 2022 is about Batman, quite a famous superhero. So if you don't know who he is, then I simply can't help you at this point. But um, he's a brooding man who lives in a cave which is also full of bats <laughs> am i going too detailed <laughs> yeah yeah okay so it's it's, it's the batman it's, <laughs> i think i'm going a bit too hard on the lore of <laughs> so okay let, so in the 1950s in the 1930s there was a comic for, called batman st- let me start again. So it's about Batman. Um, the main villain of the film, can I say who that is? Everyone knows, surely, by now. Yeah, it's in the trailer. It's, it's the Riddler, so obviously, you know... Basically, I think that, I think that's the rule for this. Anything that's in the trailer is fair yeah, game. Yeah, it's fair game. So it's a very dark and kind of thriller slash crime take on Batman, which I really like because it gives me, you know, kind of the dark trilogy, dark trilogy, dark night trilogy vibes. Um, can I, can I give of... you, can I give you a quote from Matt Reeves, the director yeah. is what he's yeah, described his version of Batman as, yeah. uh, as a mix between a detective story, action movie and psychological thriller. Yeah. So I got that completely. It was very yeah. much mystery detective. It's Batman going across the city with Catwoman and, and various other people and solving little riddles that the Riddler leads, um, leaves. And then, you know, that, that is what I liked about it was yeah. that it's more of a, it is more of a detective thing. And he's like got a, got a crime to solve. It honestly and reminded a, and a killer me to stop. Because I'm such a horror fan, it honestly reminded me of the first Saw film, but like without all of the like gore, gory traps and stuff. Mm. But like at its heart, it was very much detectives going from crime scene to crime scene well, and solving a, clues. There's a bit of there's a bit of gory traps going on. It, yeah, and it's creepy. Like I found it quite frightening at points. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's very creepy. Um, as someone who's not a fan of the horror, I was the horror was shitting myself a little bit sometimes. Yeah, and I had felt I had to keep my cool because I sat next to a film critic. Um, <laughs> or he would have written in his review, "This film would have been great if there wasn't some pussy sat next to me screaming the whole time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, the Riddler, the Riddler, is committing crimes, and Batman's got to stop him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your summary was much cleaner than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if like I knew I was going to ask that question and thought about it ahead of rec- recording this. I just threw that at you. So I've not missed know. falling victim to your putting me on the spot moments. I'm I'm sorry. It's okay. Everything that I do is premeditated. So it makes for good I, listening. I set myself up to succeed and set you up to fail. So it's completely on me. That's fine. That's fine. Crack on. So it's it's quite a moody take. Mm. Would you say on the Batman? Moody and broody. Um, yeah. Very broody. Apparently, um, Bruce Wayne in this is based off Kurt Cobain. Did you get those vibes? Um, no. He was giving me more Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man 3. With his hair? So, yeah. I've got comments on his hair. <laughs> oh my so, this God. is a return of a, sec- oh my a God, segment that I like to call... <laughs> Tom's Hair Corner. Sit, Sit on, on down. Is that is that, is yeah. that, the, the, is that how it goes? Tom's Not done this Hair in a while. Corner. Sit on down. Yeah, so boy. yeah, as you've as you've correctly described, he's he's got Tobey Maguire Spider Man three 
like emo Spider-Man hair going on. Yeah, maybe a little bit longer. Like, just give it a little bit of a trim, and I'd be okay with it. And yeah, because he's got like the eye makeup on. Because mm-hmm. for uh, I don't know if you know this, but in every bat, this is the first Batman film to address the fact that Batman wears eye makeup. Because always, they always have to wear it under their masks to like to cover their eyes. Yeah. But then whenever they take the mask off, they're not wearing eye makeup. Whereas in this, he is. Do you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because there was maybe the first half an hour of the film where Bruce Wayne, I just assumed he was wearing guy liner. And then when it zooms in on him as Batman and you can see the makeup very clearly, suddenly I thought, I was some sort of fucking genius. I was like, oh my God, he must do that so you don't see the skin under his eyes. I thought I was so smart, genuinely. I can't believe I forgot to mention it to you, actually. Maybe I thought it's really obvious and you would just laugh at me. So No, no. I mean, you you, you guessed correctly. That is, because that is why he does it. Detective Baker on the case. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's quite, for me, it was very self-serious broody. Mm. Do you know, like it took itself ever so 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 very very seriously maybe too serious and that's the bits that made me laugh was like we'll get into into specifics later Mm -hmm. of like scenes and things but there was bits where i was like this is like verging on parody (laughs) like how serious he's taking himself and like oh Mm. i'm so broody and moody and i'm batman i almost thought the um I almost thought the voiceover felt like a bit of a parody. Like it felt like, do you remember stuff like superhero movie and stuff where it's a piss take yeah, out yeah, of yeah. an actual film? It, it was so silly. <laughs> well, um, Mr. Film Critic sat next to me as soon as the voiceover started. He scribbled some notes down, so I think he might have some similar thoughts. But yeah, it, it's it's really hard to talk about this film, isn't it, without getting into spoilers. Let's just get into spoilers. Uh, if you don't so, want them, fuck so if off. You, if, if you're listening to this... <laughs> And you probably like the Batman anyway, so go watch it. If you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. then stop listening. Well, I'll probably put a time code in the thing of when we stop talking about spoilers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, go watch it. It's a it's a good film. It's a fucking long film. I will say that. I must say, I think it was maybe twenty five minutes, half an yeah, hour too I, long. Yeah, I would I would tend to agree. My um, also because you know it was getting late and I really needed to wee as well. Yeah, I was so conscious that we had to drive like three and a bit hours home, and I was like, for God's sake, hurry up, please. Interesting fact for you: this is the second longest superhero film ever, oh. with the longest the longest being Avengers Endgame. No way. Yeah, Avengers Endgame didn't feel long though. I must say. Yeah, and so. like that sort of need that runtime sort of needed because you know it's the wrapping up. 22 films or whatever whereas this is the first film yeah um, which by the way he has signed on for three so this is the first in a trilogy i mean uh, i'm not gonna lie to you i did feel like a proud mom when we were watching him and i was just thinking this is robert pattinson who's gone from fucking (laughs) sword of xanton and the haunted airmen and gone through really arty like almost snobby films and now he's Batman like that's fucking sick like just to say <laughs> that's amazing and you know what Although, I feel proud of him for doing it because I never thought that he would have taken a role like this so he's, he's sort of gone full circle hasn't he and like because he, he's sort of brooding again like he was as Edward Cullen <laughs> but yeah apparently on that because I wouldn't have thought this was the sort of role that would appeal to him yeah he's done he's done um actually i think we might need to sue gq because they've done a video on their youtube channel where he sits and goes through every single film in his career um that's our idea whether you heard that idea before Um. guys um but he he does say in that that um because i did give it a watch you know to see how much of our idea they'd stolen he does say in that that um (laughs) his agent like thought that he only went for like weird wacky films these days but i think part of the reason he went for this he still had to like audition for it and stuff like that yeah but apparently he um he's a big fan of batman and has been since he was a child and he's seen every previous iteration of the character in the cinema on opening weekend that's how much of a fan he is for for batman so anyway enough of the non-spoilers we're going to get into hard cold spoilers now so if you don't want to have the batman spoiled for you fuck off piss off mate and we'll see you later goodbye Okay, now those fuckers are gone. It's spoiler time! We've, we've all seen the Batman now. We have. Well, if, you ha- if you haven't seen the Batman, you don't mind it being spoiled for you, which, all right, sociopath. <laughs> so, <You> freak. <laughs> the bits that made me laugh 
<laughs> were like <laughs> I want to know where... if you've got the same bits as me <laughs> well there was a bit where we were both pissing in the cinema <laughs> because he's like still on a balcony with Catwoman <laughs> um, we haven't even spoken about her by the way I forgot was, about this he's still on a balcony with Catwoman <laughs> and she's like giving him this deep heartfelt backstory about how she was neglected as a child she's stuff. giving it everything as well like really good performance do you know what? I genuinely couldn't tell you because I was too busy. I was too distracted by fucking Broody <laughs> Patterson in the corner who stood there like. And I said, I turned to you in the cinema and was like, he looks like the meme of him stood in the kitchen, but he in did. a Batman suit. Yeah. He's just sat there like. <laughs> and then there's a line where she says, um, I, uh, my mum used to take me there every weekend or whatever in, to the to the nightclub. This she's talking about. She's been talking about the nightclub that her mum went to, and her mum used to take her there every weekend or something. And then he just goes to the club <laughs> like that, um, as just to clarify that that's what she was talking about. And like you can't you can't see Tom, but like he kind of he's sticking his lips out, robbers, and he's kind oh, yeah, of looks like a little fish, doesn't he? Because the mask like the mask pushes the top half of his <laughs> yeah. face in, doesn't it? So whenever Good he speaks, his like lips are, like pushed out to the club, to the club, and he's 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 doing a weird bat voice as well. Like it is a bit um, Christian Bale, isn't it? To the club, to the club. And uh, again in the GQ go. video, they were asking him about the Batman, and apparently the voice did used to. Well, once he, when he was doing the film, the voice didn't hurt him, like because his voice adjusted. But then after the fact, when he had to go in and do some ADR, additional dialogue replacement. Oh. He he started to do the voice and he couldn't do more than a couple of lines because it hurt his voice. They like to call him Vengeance a lot, don't they? Like they really lean heavily into the like. This is part of the broodiness. I hated it. I hated I'm that. Vengeance. And uh, yeah, so Catwoman says, has a I'm nickname vengeance. for him, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she keeps calling him Vengeance. Let's go, Vengeance. And it's kind of like that. That would have been cute one time, but she says it like twelve times. It's too much. What and like. Drop it, it feels like it's it, like that would like work in a you know in like the Avengers and things. Not I don't want to compare them to Marvel because mm. they're com- two completely different things. Yeah, yeah. But like they have like quirky nicknames for each other, don't they? Like you know Iron Man calls Thor Point Break and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like it works in that kind of quippy way. But she's like, oh, vengeance. And she I, says I think it I in like a to- sexy way, and it's not yeah. nice. I think I said this to you in the sin- like when we came out, like. It feels like this feels like an early two thousands nineties movie, like yeah. in in tone and like like self seriousness. Like if yeah. it had come out then, it would make more sense because their like chemistry as well. They've got good chemistry, but nothing in this film happens that makes me feel like they should get together. No, but they not are like at all. pushing that, aren't they? And yeah. Like I always feel like that happened in like maybe more in 80s 80s and 90s films you have a male and a female lead so they have to get together yeah and there's yeah. just a scene where they argue a little bit and there's a bit of tension and then they just kiss it's and so that's what happens corny. in this it's so corny isn't it yeah and as well like he just doesn't seem like he'd be a very giving or attentive lover if i'm honest well <laughs> did you not tell me that he said that he played this he imagined Bruce Wayne as someone who like viciously masturbates all yeah. the time uh, in yeah. his spare time. I'm sure. And that's I read what that. I said to you in the scene as well. There's like a really <laughs> serious scene, and I was like pissing, and you're like, "What is it?" And I was like, "I'm just thinking about him vigorously masturbating." <laughs> it might have been where he like he goes to like the crime boss. It, like it's like his coming of age moment where he's like, mm-hmm. "Right, I know what I need to do." And I was like, "I'm just yeah. thinking about him wanking." Yeah, yeah, oh, I. Too I... Good. I thought that as well, and it's just typical Rob, isn't it? It's typical, but we've come to expect nothing more from this distinguished young man. I can't speak. Distinguished young man. Distinguished young man. Patty um, Patty. Just, go, just going on the vengeance thing, the working title of this film was Vengeance, um, so they really leaned hard into it. I say, If they'd called it Vengeance as well, I think I would have absolutely hated it, so I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. What, Batman Vengeance? Yeah, Batman that would have just been vengeance. like they're just going too hard with the whole vengeance thing. Stop it. What what other bits were like making people laugh where he was like really self serious? Oh, I think we laughed when um there's a scene where he's trying to put together <laughs> all the clues that he's collected so far and he like oh, moves hell. this enormous 
beautiful hardwood dining table at the middle of his room and fucking spray paints all over this beautiful oh, oak floor. Completely ridiculous. And then he's crawling uh, around without a shirt on. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, it's like so like, oh, look how edgy and dark you I am. Like, idiot. I'm, like, I'm, Tom lean over doing, to, <laughs> Tom lean over to me and went, um, is there anything wrong with post-it notes? <laughs> yeah, I was like, surely a couple of post-it, no- post-it notes would do the same job. Come like, on. Like, that really hurt my feelings because that floor looked so nice. Like, it was proper it was marked, hardwood. Marked forever now. Yeah, and he's crawling um, around without a top on, like some sort of golem. He just looked ridiculous. <laughs> uh, there's a bit where, like, he's chased Penguin in the car. And there's a crash, and then the shot is like him backlit by fire, walking towards him, and everyone was just like pissing themselves. I don't know why. Like, I think because it was just like supposed to be such an, a cool moment. It was. Um, oh my god! I know what we laughed at. Tom, I just remembered something. So you just reminded me because you said penguin. His voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god! What does well, he before say? Before we get onto that. Before we get onto that, okay. I know what he said. Okay. Um, okay. Because I was doing impressions of it for ages. After. Yeah, you were. Um, <laughs> You didn't realise that it was um, bloody... What's his name now? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah. What the hell? I was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have known that was Colin Farrell. And you were like, that was Colin Farrell? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Colin Farrell plays the penguin. I mean, to the makeup. That is amazing. Well, yeah, apparently his he obviously wore a fat suit and his facial prosthetics was made up of six separate parts. Jesus. Yeah. And Jonah Hill was also approached to play the penguin. But he turned it down, um, That's a shame. and apparently, it, apparently, he turned it down because he wanted to play the Riddler. Which uh, had that I can sort of see, but I don't know if it, I don't know if it would have worked in this film. I like think if it, was, that... if it was more of a like a Jim Carrey Riddler, maybe you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I agree. Yeah, if it was more Jim Carrey, then it would make sense to have a like pre-existing comedy actor play the role. But I'm really glad that they got kind of a lesser known guy. Yeah, I really like the Riddler. It was a bit creepy. Like, it really worked. I think he did a really good job. Let's stick a pin in the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> we, we need to talk about the fucking penguin. I've just remembered um, what he says, but I'll let you we, do it. We keep getting like, diverted. It's not like us going off on tangents. Oh, God, So no. they interrogate Commissioner Gordon, although he's not Commissioner. Gordon? And Batman interrogating the penguin. And Colin Farrell's performance of... The penguin is like, what's the matter? I'm walking here. <laughs> and apparently he is based off a character from The Godfather. So like that sort of tracks for me. But yeah. He's like, oh, come on, wise guy. What you doing? Eh? Yeah. I don't know nothing about no Goyle. Goyle. <laughs> and me I, like, and I, I didn't scream, it. but I went Goyle in the middle of the <laughs> cinema. Because it just made me piss so much. We genuinely fucking lost it. And also um, there's a bit where he literally goes, Ah, come on! <laughs> Which is like such a typical thing to do, isn't it? In that accent. He was really ah, going come for it. on! What are you to a duet? You want to start working on your harmonies? <laughs> That's what he said as well. Fucking oh, hell. That's so fucking funny, dude. Oh my god. So yeah, I love the penguin. Right, and he's he's obviously been set up to be a, a bigger character in a sequel or whatever, which is yeah. fair enough. I thought Fucking that's what hell. he would be doing in the film. So the 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 Riddler, he, he on the other hand, really creepy, really, yeah. I really liked him, his characterization. Yeah, I liked him too. I know before the, um, before I'd seen the film and like in the trailers and stuff, I think I'd seen a bit online of people like mocking his outfit because his outfit isn't really like oh, a... Oh yeah, it's like a weird like a comic army... book accurate outfit. It's like a army surplus and he's just gone yeah, and spent yeah. $200. <laughs> So, like, in isolation, if you just see a picture of it, you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But in the context of the film, I thought it really worked. It made sense for what he was trying to achieve as a character. And apparently, the characterization of that is based or inspired in part by the Zodiac Killer, which I thought... I was going to There's a bit where he's, like, he's giving them ciphers, isn't he? And I was like, Zodiac, Zodiac, Zodiac. Yeah, Um, for sure. And apparently, like... The Mindhunter series and the Mindhunter book that, that that series is based on was like helped in the writing of this. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Because this is also like based off. There's like a he's given a list of things that helped him write the script. Matt Reeves and yeah. there's a few famous Batman comics. Batman: The Long Halloween. Because it, it this is initially set on Halloween, isn't it? Yes, it is. Which I um, very much enjoyed as a Halloween and fan. Batman, b- 
Batman Year One, although this is actually Batman Year Two because it's his second year of crime fighting. Because um, he keeps journals and he calls them Year Two. Um, <laughs> also, the fucking it's like me opening. In school. Just going back to like Dear diary. the <laughs> The opening, the opening voiceover is like October thirty first. The city thinks I live in the shadows, but <laughs> I am I, the shadows. I am the shadows. <laughs> I am vengeance. We fucking cried at that. I was like, oh my God. And yeah, just the fact that he keeps a diary. um, Yeah, I find that so funny because it's like a teenage girl. He is just like Edward Cullen and Bella Swan together. Dear diary, today Catwoman told me that I'm not very emotionally available and I took offense to that. (laughs) Can I... Can I just say, this is happen- This always happens, but it's happened a lot recently. I was literally just about to make a Catwoman Joker also. So if you could get off my level, please. We get then- Tom, Tom, no Tom, get off my level. Get, get off, off it. my level. Get off it. Get, get right off that level. Get, off it. Step- get in the elevator and get, and off, get off a level, level that is not my level. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What were we saying about that before that? Um, he keeps oh, a diary and it's hilarious. He keeps a diary you and it's do. fucking... Yeah. And then, just while we're on villains, mm-hmm. just major, major spoilers. If you really don't want the film spoiled and you've made it this far, I don't know what you're doing, but like this is a quite a big spoiler. Like One of the final scenes when Riddler's been caught, he's put in jail and there is a prisoner in the cell next to him. I think he's actually in Arkham Asylum, truth yeah. be told. But... Uh, the prisoner in the cell next to him is heavily implied to be the Joker. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting that they went Joker, Joker first movie. I mean, they, yeah. I guess they did they did that in Batman Begins, but they didn't have, actually have an actor playing the Joker. And we sort yeah. of discussed like, do we think that's an actual cast actor or just like a placeholder to actually cast someone? Well, yeah, I would also like to know. I'd be intrigued. Does it say I IMDb? I can reveal to you. So there's someone on IMDb that is credited as a character, but it's not a character I saw. And I've seen an interview with Matt Reeves, and he has sort of said that there is a that, that it had been heavily rumoured that this actor was going to be in the film, and he was going to be playing a certain character. Okay. And he sort of said, well, he is in the film, but there was an earlier scene that was cut, but there is a scene at the end that he's in. Got um, you. And ah. it's... I don't know how to say his surname. Give it Barry, a shot. Barry Keegan. Who's an Irish that? actor? Oh, um, you might recognise him. He was in the Eternals. I he's do recognise him. The one who can like oh, control he's in people Dunkirk as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I say. And I think he's a, he's a fairly good actor. So if he is playing the Joker, it'd be interesting to see what he does because you can see him slightly through the door, and he does look like a bit of a comic accurate Joker. Which is interesting. I'm about to say something really controversial here. Go I think they need to just leave the Joker alone for a bit. Just leave it alone. Just stop. There's so many villains in Batman and there's been so many Jokers and they haven't they haven't given the Joker a rest for so long. Give like, it a rest. They tried Jared Leto. It didn't work. So they're trying it again. And I just think, do you know what, boys? Just fucking have a, have well, a series had, off. Three films had, without um, the Joker. Just try it. Add Joaquin Phoenix, didn't they? Yeah, and he was good. But that's a separate universe as well, because that's what DC's doing now. It's just yeah, it's all a separate universe. I think that they just need to drop it <laughs> for a couple of films and then pick it up again, maybe in five years. But I've well, had that, enough. That's, that's why I was so shocked that they went and put him in this movie. Yeah, because I was like, surely that's like an end of film two tease or you know what i mean if it's, yeah. a, if it's a trilogy obviously in the dark knight trilogy they did the joker for the second film mm-hmm. but like like you say they should give it a rest for a bit and and build up to him yeah but Agreed. you know who are we to say who are we to say we are then, film critics tom <laughs> well <laughs> apparently and then finally um cat woman mm, indeed so we i've got some thoughts about Catwoman. Okay, my main thought is that the the pink wig is very sexy. Okay, <laughs> that's um, all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think as a person, she is aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, let, let's not objectify her too much. But the pink wig also was talent, wonderful. also a talented actress. Very talented, great performance. But what I would say, 
Her, her nails, man. They were violent, bro. But she is right. Catwoman. So, apparently it was her idea for her to have long, scary nails without nail polish on them so she looked more like a cat. Obviously, like I picked up on the fact that it was that she looked like a cat. Yeah. But I just thought, it's not... I don't believe that someone would have those unless they were How trying to be text? Catwoman. How she texts, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Tapped away on her phone. So my main thought about Catwoman, and I had this thought virtually immediately when we were in the cinema and I don't think I've raised it with anyone since but I am desperate to know how many cats she has in her apartment because it looked like quite a lot and I just want a number I want a figure you got a lot of cats that's what he says you got a lot of cats I enjoyed that enjoyed that that line of dialogue way (laughs) yeah how many cats does she have you know there's fucking loads of them I want to live there a lot a lot of cats because she's catwoman also another thing to say they they being batman and catwoman um, the bat and the, the cat, if you the will. The bat and the cat come back to the apartment and the door's been busted open and none of the cats ran out. They were all just there on the worktop. And you know what? It's a sign of a happy cat. I was going to say that she's Catwoman. Sign of a she's, happy cat. Um, she's looked after them, you know? Yeah. They want to stay there. They do. And there was a really cute scene where she was leaning against the worktop and one of the cats was just like nuzzling on her. And I was like, I love cats. That's so cute. Um, Um, Yeah. And Catwoman's reminded me, because obviously the nails to look like the cat. Mm. No one in this film has like a a comic book accurate costume. Like they're all like a, you know, like a realistic take on a comic book costume. Like she, she just wears a cat burglar's outfit and then her like balaclava or like half balaclava, I guess. Yeah. Kind of has little pointy ears like a cat, but it's just supposed to be like the shape of the balaclava, right? Yeah. And like, obviously we've said Riddler, he's just wearing army surplus or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like a realistic, gritty, inverted commas world. But then Mm -hmm. Batman is just like full balls to the wall, bat costume. Like, I don't know, that felt a little weird to me. It didn't, yeah, it didn't. It didn't match up very well with everything else that was going on. Yeah, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and this is and that that is why I said at the top I really enjoyed this film because I don't want people <laughs> yeah. to think they hate it. There was just stuff in it that I was like, "This doesn't make sense to me." It wouldn't be make us sense, if we didn't scrutinise it. it. Yeah, because <laughs> because I'm enjoying the film. Have you got anything else to say? Any I don't other think thoughts? So. No, I've got some. I've got some trivia. You know, I love oh, the yeah. trivia. Hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me, hit me. So I've already, I've already r- rattled through some of it. So just going back to the Kirk, Bruce Wayne being insp- inspired by Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Matt Reeves apparently was listening to Nirvana when he wrote the first act of the script, and he says that's when it came to me that rather than make Bruce Wayne the Playboy version that we've seen before, there's mm-hmm. another version who had gone through a great tragedy and became a recluse. Kurt Cobain had a relationship with fame where being famous was not his goal. He loved music, but the idea of being famous for music was a double-edged sword for him. And that made me think of Rob Pattinson, actually, because Rob is a very private person himself and doesn't necessarily like the part of being recognised everywhere as an actor. Because that, mm. that's another thing I read, was apparently while he was writing the script, he wrote, he, had, he wrote it with Robert Pattinson in mind, but he didn't know if Robert Pattinson would be interested. Oh, that's quite cool. And in case in case he wasn't interested, they had Nicholas Holt in mind to play oh Batman. Oh my god, I'm so glad that it wasn't Nicholas Holt. I got nothing against him. I just don't think it would have been as good. Yeah, I, I feel all. that. And speaking of alternate castings, Colin Farrell, who plays Penguin, he had been Wolfgang Peterson's choice to play Batman in his proposed Ooh. Batman v Superman film in 2002. So we're going back a bit. Oh wow! So two, 2002, Colin Farrell playing Batman. Wow. You got any guesses on who would play Superman? In 2002? Yeah. Um, who would have been a hot property around then? Oh, I man, I don't know. I wouldn't have guessed this, to be fair. Um, Leo? <laughs> no, I I do believe, though, if memory serves, that Leonardo DiCaprio at one point was, like, being considered to be in a James Cameron Spider-Man. <laughs> well, yeah, he Leo's a huge nerd, and he always wanted to be in a film like this, but fun fun side fact for your fact really quickly... Um, he, um, George Lucas wanted to cast him as Anakin and apparently when that was on the cards, the Star Wars fans went fucking psycho and started threatening Leonardo DiCaprio with death threats and they were like, if you touch our film series, we will 
bust your ass up. So he was like, I never, never knew mind. that. Yeah. That, that is a good fact. Yeah. So he was like, never mind. And basically said he wasn't going to get involved with anything with like a cult fan base again. Wow. So, as a, yeah. As facts go, as a fact-loving person, that's a good fact. Yeah. I okay, so who, who, who's the Superman fact? Jude Law. Jude Law? Can you Law? see that? Because I can't see that. No? Ugh. The, the look of disgust on Emma's face. Yeah, I don't like Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then I've got got a little... So, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yep. He was he was considered to be the director before Matt Reeves was hired. God, it would have been fucking five hours if he'd done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, director of one of a film that I love, but you weren't such a fan of, I don't think, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. No, I loved it. Luke didn't like it. Ah, uh, you're. I yes. loved it. Yeah, yeah, all good. And and Dune. And Dune as well. The new yeah. Dune. N- not such. I'm not such a fan of that one. I love the new Dune. That what that one I felt was like. Why quite can't long, I say that so. word? It's it's a really hard word to say, isn't it? Because you don't want to say June because that's a month. But then yeah, people June, think you're talking about the month. So June you have to say Dune. Silly. Dune. Dune sounds like how Americans would say it. Like have you Dune? Been Dune? I'm going to the movies Dune. to say Dune. <laughs> Dune. Oh yeah. Well, I was actually just tap these news and Uncle John. <laughs> I want to say Dune. And then I went and watched Uncle Jams. <laughs> Josh after who starred in, wrote and starred in Good Time, starring Robert Pattinson. It See, it all actually, comes full circle. It was actually Josh Sasty's feels in Uncle Jams. Uncle Jams. <laughs> Uncle Jams. Jams. <laughs> Um, Fuck! For those if anyone, who don't if you don't know what we're talking about, I can't help fucking, you. There's Julia Fox in an interview talking about um, being Uncle Kanye Jones. West's muse, um, which is funny because they've now broke up. So fucking uncut well, gem, uncut gems. <laughs> um, for anyone who's not clear on that. Oh god, sorry. Oh help. Dennis yeah, so he Villeneuve. Was one of, yes. Yeah, he was he was one of the he was one of the directors considered along with George Miller, Ridley Scott, Matt Ross, and Fede Alvarez. Cool. Because originally cool, cool, cool. Ben Affleck was going to write and direct this film because he was the Batman. That was when he was still Batman, uh, and it would have been a completely different story. Mm. Um, it was going to be about Deathstroke. He's too busy. And be set in fucking, Arkham Asylum. He's too busy knee deep and Jennifer Lopez. Now they're back together. Yeah. <laughs> And it, Matt Reeves said that it was his his movie was a cool idea and like a James Bond type film, mm. but he wanted to go a completely different direction. That's um, cool. And then my final fact is something that is just so totally Rob. So there's a scene at the train station where he like he comes out of the darkness and he batters the guys on oh, the train yeah, station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like he's like laying into one of them, and then at the final like in the last couple of punches he goes. Pum, pum, pum. I am vengeance. <laughs> right. So apparently the last two punches, um, and then were him saying, I am vengeance, were Patterson's idea and improvised. And this is his reasoning behind it. I wanted to say it as the guy is losing consciousness, so mm-hmm. it goes into his dreams. I really wanted his future to be really, really damaged. <laughs> He's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> That is so fucked up. I love it. That is up there with him keeping jam jars in his cast to, to piss in. Like, he is fucking deranged. Like a pissy Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> I am vengeance. <laughs> I'm vengeance. You're, I'm vengeance. Oh, butter, butter, butter. <laughs> I am vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Gives a whole new meaning to Christopher Robin, wouldn't you say? Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. Batman and Christopher Robin! Whoa! Hell yeah! <laughs> Whoa! Holy let's shit. fucking go! Whoa. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking hell! Wow! I think Jesus. all that leaves us time for then is to give this a rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tried and tested method. We can bring it back. Mm-hmm. Was this film a shat on the back <laughs> or a pat on the back or? Was it ba- the Batman or the Shatman? The Shatman. I was going to say the Shatman. Um, I think it was a pat on the back. Oh, it's the, a pat on the back all the way down. The Batman. 
No, 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 Pat Man. Oh, and your friend gave us a new name for him. So oh, yeah. I'd been calling him Robot Batting Bat from the Weekly Planet podcast. They coined that. Yeah. But your friend was like, why don't you just call him R-Bats instead yeah, of R-Pats? Yeah, R-Bats. It makes so much sense. So thank it you does. for that. I can't, I'm actually angry that we'd never thought of it. We're just fucking stupid. That's all you need to know. Now, I don't know if you were ready for this, Emma, but... We need to now stick this film into our official Robert Pattinson ranking. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Have I still got the note on my I, I've still got it. I've got it here ready. Ready to oh, go. Ready right. and waiting. Would oh, you like me I to have give, got it. All right. Would you like yeah, me you... to give you the top five? Yeah, go on. Just to, re- just to remind everyone, I don't yeah. think I can do the full 32. No, just go top five. And, you know... Everyone, if you've not again, if you've not listened to this before, I to spice this up, I like to do a voice. Uh, Emma, how would you like me to do this top five? It will not surprise you, Tom, that I would like you to do the top five in our Bats's Batman voice. Okay. <coughs> Full vengeance, please. I am vengeance. <laughs> in number five, <laughs> it's the kid. <laughs> And then number four. You sound like Sylvester Stallone. The last shit is there. <laughs> and at number three, remember me. <laughs> and at number two, oh. Tenet. Oh. And then at number one, <laughs> Devil of Time. That, that kind of got away. That's not really Batman. Batman. But, uh, you know. Oh, that was pretty good, actually. Um, where would you where would you put the Batman? I honestly don't know if it was better than Remember Me. <laughs> Remember, um, no, it's not better than Remember Me. I think surely. it was better than The Last City of Zed. I'd put it in at number four. Yeah, let's whack it in there. Okay, that's that's locked in then. Wow. Wow. Well, it's been a journey. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining us once again, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Um, like like we said at the top, we will be back soon, ish. Sooner rather yeah. than later, we just need to have a little out. bit of bit of a rethink, a rejig, and yeah. we'll be back. So stick around, follow us on our social media on a roll pod. Drop us an email if you've watched the Batman. Let us know what you think. Yeah, or just drop us an email anyway, just to make us feel loved. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, let us know that you if you're excited that we're back. <laughs> if not, we'll feel very unloved. Yeah, and we'll maybe cry. maybe no one wanted us to come back. Maybe you were glad that we were gone. If, but, uh, if you don't email us, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my shirt off and crawl around on the floor, spraying the floor <laughs> with with spray paint. Um, <laughs> th- th- there you go, you've been threatened, everyone. <laughs> Honorrollpod at gmail.com, send your emails in now. If you, otherwise, we'll all be beholden to that. <laughs> right, well, it's been a pleasure. Been good. Thanks, team. See you, see you sometime in the near future. See you next time. Well, won't see you. You'll, you, you'll hear us, probably. Hear you next time. Well, no, you'll hear us next time. Yeah. Listen to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, God, that was high. To the club. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.